And welcome back to Mayor's Minutes. I'm sure you've been missing us. We've been a little sporadic here in our performance. That's entirely on the mayor, not on MCS. Uh, but I have a special guest with me today, uh, Steve Angelo, the director of uh, Parks and Recreation. Did I say that correctly? You got it. Superintendent. But superintendent. That's right. You're right. I work for Pat Bow. He's the director. Uh, you're right. You are correct. The superintendent of Parks and Recreation for the DPW. And we're going to talk. Uh, today's show is focused on a lot of the positive things that are happening across the city um, that are coming up. And we want to make sure you get them on your calendar. Uh, but we got a couple of things we want to do first. We want to do a little housework. So first and foremost... Our, our guests here at Methuen Community Studios, and every time I come back, the place looks more professional. I feel like I'm at Channel 7 News. Karen, next time I'm going to ask for, like, a green screen so I can do a weather forecast. Um, but uh, this place is, I want to turn and say to you guys, I know we did the proclamation of uh, community media a month and week and day. Um, to me, every day is uh, community media day in the city of Methuen. I, don't, I think we're spoiled. I don't think we realize just how good we have it with all the fabulous professionals who work here. So kudos to you, Karen, and your entire team, Sandy, Jim, all of you. Um, I love the work that you do, and you continue to get better and better, which is really the mark of greatness, right? <clears throat> Not to be satisfied with your performance, to do more and more, and you guys clearly are doing more and more. I'm impressed. Count me as a fan. I watch even when it's not my show. So... Um, over and above that, uh, so along the lines, Bethune Community Studios is doing a sip and shop scholarship fundraiser on November 11th from 6.30 to 9 right here, right on Aegean Drive. Um, so 6.30 to 9 is holiday shopping. 7 to 8 p.m. is the wine glass painting party. Uh, does that mean you get to drink it or just paint it? Can you do both? I got a thumbs up from the booth, so it looks like you can drink and paint. Uh, so Steve and I might come and do the former, not the latter. Um, I wouldn't drink and paint at the same time. That's right. Yeah, I would, you and I would be dangerous. So uh, there's no admission cost for the vendor fair. Uh, you can shop local, small businesses, which I love to do. Uh, where I, I hate to say it, but what's today's date is October 19th. Yeah. We're almost into November where the mayor starts talking about local businesses. And I got a local business I want to talk about in a couple minutes here. Um, all proceeds from the Sip and Shop Scholarship Fundraiser proceed to benefit the Dave Skelly Scholarship Foundation, which really does great for our students here in the city. Uh, if you have questions, you can reach out to mhool at methuentv.org or by calling 978-689-8627. Again, Sip and Shop Scholarship Fundraiser. From 6.30 to 9, there's holiday shopping with a cash bar open. I like the sound of that. And then 7 to 8 p.m., there's a wine glass painting party. Uh, $25 a ticket for that, but supplies and instruction are included. So there's two events here the same night. Come on down and support your local community studios and benefit um, most probably a local high school student or several local high school students because the Dave Skelly Scholarship goes to those folks when they go to college. So appreciate your support of that, and make sure you touch base with MCS. Um, I want to touch... Start today's program by talking about something that's... You're probably going to see the mayor on channel... Uh, at least channel 5 and 7. And I'm not sure why uh, yet, but I'll explain. So, a um, little history. Friday night as I was preparing to go to the Methuen Central football game. And I want to give a shout-out to our Ranger football team. They had a tough night, but they're going to bounce back big this Friday night against Lawrence. Um, so, as I was preparing to go to the football game after completing the day at work... Um, I get a call from my dear friend, Linda Susie, 
Um, and she told me, Mayor, I thought you'd want to know, I just got called from DCS, Division of Child Services, and DHCD, Department of Housing and Community Development, I think it is, from the state level, and they were asking Man Inc. to use some of their precious resources to uh, feed some 30, quote, unquote, 35 to 50 individuals who had been relocated into the city of Methuen at the Days Inn Hotel on Pelham Street. Um, and this is how the mayor found out about it Friday night. Um, now, that the state would be asking uh, Methuen Arlington neighborhood to kind of help out with that and to help those people apply for SNAP, uh, Light Heap, which is heating, uh, SNAP is food assistance, and get them enrolled in school. That's what they reached out to Methuen Arlington neighborhood with. Um, really made me irate because no one had bothered to even call the city of Methuen. So um, I reached out to, um, so first and foremost, um, I had two of our human health, uh, health service employees go up to uh, Days Inn to ascertain if it was true or not. And the reality is um, they get up there and they said, it's true, Mayor, it's actually a little bit more than what you think. It's 55 families with up to 75 school children have been moved into the Days Inn. And the disgrace of it all is that those families were uh, starving. And I don't, I, you know, before we get into, um, I don't care where they come from, there's no need for anybody to be starving. And they hadn't eaten for more than a day. So we sprang into action, and I talked about a local business I want to plug. I called my good friend John Vargas at Bada Bing, and that guy is, when you talk about bleed blue, he's bleed blue all the way through. Um, I couldn't even finish the discussion with him. He said, Mayor, don't worry about the cost. I'm going to get pizzas and pasta up there. And within an hour, he had pizza and pasta at Pelham Street. In addition, I authorized uh, $750 for my Methuen Cares gift certificates, which goes to our community typically, to be used by those two health service employees to go to Market Basket and shop and get food in there for the weekend. While they were doing that, I was en route to the football game. I penned off a quick note to the governor and the lieutenant governor uh, to register my protest because this is the second time uh, that this kind of transaction has happened. You remember it happened in the beginning of the pandemic with homeless people. This time, uh, the question I get asked most frequently, are they undocumented aliens? The answer is, I don't believe they are, but I don't know because DHCD has not shared any plan with the city. Um, I registered my protest to the governor and lieutenant governor and our state delegation, and I got calls back. Uh, the lieutenant governor was quick to respond and assured me that Methuen would not bear the burden of any cost. Um, you know, we've heard all kinds of stories, like I said, uh, SNAP assistance, um, LIHEAP, which I don't know how those would even apply because these folks are living in a hotel right now. Um, and, and by the way, if the state is finding them housing locally, I'm going to be pretty steamed about that because we've got an urgent issue with our seniors with homelessness that we're trying to address. So um, there's a meeting tomorrow, which is October 20th, Thursday, October 20th at 4.30, DHCD in the city of Methuen. Um, I have kind of shut down the city from providing any additional aid. Uh, we, may, we forced DHCD to bring people into the hotel Saturday and look for the care and well-being of the people that are housed there. Um, and, you know, our employees went back Saturday morning and said DHCD got there at 10 o'clock. So at that point, we turned it back over to them. Um, I will have more to update based on uh, what the meeting tomorrow with DHCD brings forth with what the plan is for these people. 
There are many conflicting stories. Um, you know, one is that they're here through uh, end of day tomorrow and then they're out of the city. One is, like I told you in the beginning, that they're trying to get them situated in Methuen and get them into our public schools. And I can assure you, as a taxpaying resident, if that's the plan, then the city of Methuen is going to say, we will do that if, if the state of Massachusetts provides X million dollars to accommodate that. Um, they are Haitian, they are Dominican, they are Venezuelan. Uh, my understanding, again, not knowing firsthand, is that they're not the people that were flown up to Martha's Vineyard. So, uh, you know, that's, I know that's a rumor that's been going around the last three days. That's not the case here, is my understanding. But again, I'll get the full facts and details in the plan tomorrow, and I will gladly share those with the uh, constituents of the community. Uh, but my best interests, the best interests of the city of Methuen are, are what's in my heart here. We will do what's right. I don't want to ever turn my back on my fellow man, but at the same time, I've got to use the precious resources we have in our community for the people who live in our community. And hopefully you watch city council on Monday night and saw our city council's vote 9 nothing to pass that uh, resolution that I penned to use up to $400,000 of ARPA money um, to assist our senior population, 60 and older. Um, I'm outraged that National Grid and Verizon, I think I said that last time I was here, at the rates that they've increased. Um, and... In this city, no senior uh, should have to choose between paying their rent, paying their heat, and food. They should be able to do all three. So I know that there's one individual going out on Facebook and posting that it's illegal. It is not. We did go through the auditors to clarify whether we could use that $400,000 bucket of money from ARPA to do this. So we are going to do it. Uh, We're setting up a program through our Health and Human Services organization and um, we're going to do that because uh, when you look at LIHEAP, which is the um, federally funded, uh, and Council Sabre asked a great question during the council meeting. He asked, um, you know, why can't we take some of that extra $37 million that President Biden's going to send? And the answer is he's going to send it through the two organizations, you know, LIHEAP and RAFT. LIHEAP is heating assistance. RAFT is rental assistance. Those organizations are backlogged up to four months. So just do the math. Today is October 19th. The bill becomes effective uh, November 1st. Um, if we wait four months, uh, some of our citizens will be freezing in February. And I'm going to repeat it again. There's no reason for any man, woman, or child to go hungry, to go without heat, to go homeless in the city of Methuen. So we are trying to do the best we can. So enough, enough on that. Uh, but kudos to the council, and thank you for uh, voting with me on that. It was a good discussion. Um, so we've got a little bit of a different program today, like I said. I've got a lot of slides uh, with pictures on them uh, to explain. A lot of them are related directly to Steve, who's doing a good job in recreation. want to make sure you're aware of upcoming events, uh, and then we'll take a question. So let's start with the first slide. I think it's a trash. So, so and this may be hard to read, uh, for trash and recycling card exchanges. So we are at a point where we're almost finished you know, most of the cart distribution, we've got about 100 total carts left to, to swap slash. But if you want your cart swapped, we have many residents who put in the request on our website to have their cart exchanged. You have to leave the old carts out. All right, we're running into, so we've got DPW clerks calling multiple times to homes saying, we're in your neighborhood, we're trying to do the swap. Your old carts need to be out. If you're expecting a change and you ask for an uh, exchange, the old carts 
I shouldn't say the old carts, the, the bigger carts that you got when the first distribution came should be at curbside, right? And so if you want to get, if you want to do the swap, please put the carts you received when we did the first distribution at curbside. Secondly on this chart, if you want to get rid of your old trash barrels, they must be placed curbside and they can't be, you can't put trash in them and expect uh, Harvey to take them. So the old barrels are not being taken by Harvey, they're being taken by DPW. And I don't know that people understand that. So we're doing it on your recycle schedule, yes. But do not put your recycles in your old cart and then expect it to be picked up. Put your recycles in the new cart we gave you. Put your old cart outside, tip them upside down, or put a little sign on them saying, take these, and they'll be taken on your recycling date through the middle of November. All right? So hopefully that's clear. Right? Don't put anything in them. Turn them upside down or put a note on them, and the DPW will come behind the recycle and take them. And they are doing that across the city. And then last but not least, effective this coming Monday, 1024, if you put trash in the recycle, so we have some individuals in the city who are insisting on putting their trash in the recycle cart. If you do that starting this coming Monday, we've had a grace period here, it will not get picked up. The cart will get left. Right? So the purpose of the large recycle cart is not to give you additional trash space. And uh, I, I should start by saying kudos to the majority of Methuen residents who are doing the job 100% correctly. And that's the vast majority here. Right? We've only got a few people doing this. Okay, the next one is a, a recap of the empty recycling bins. Right? So um, it says 1017 through 1028. That's going to go through the middle of November, though. Um, you have to put them, like I said, upside down or put a note on them. They go outside with your recycling day. And then Harvey doesn't pick them up. DPW picks them up after your recycling's picked up. All right? So help us understand and get that done so that everybody gets. Last but not least, and I know this is important, uh, fall leaf and yard waste is about to begin. Um, the brush collection runs October 24th to December 2nd. So it's picked up on your recycling day. Yard waste must be in paper bags only or in garbage receptacles marked yard waste. If you don't have a yard waste sticker, we have them at City Hall. They're orange. Brush cannot be in any type of bags. Brush and branches must be tied in bundles no more than four feet in length and four inches in diameter. You can also, residents, drop off leaves, yard waste, and brush at the transfer station, 50 Huntington Ave, Monday, Tuesday, Thursday, and Friday, 7 a.m. to 2 p.m., last load at 1.45, Wednesday, 7 a.m. to 6 p.m., last load at 5.30 p.m., and Saturday, 8 a.m. to 3 p.m., last load at 2.30 p.m. So those last two are important. So the transfer station is now open until 6 p.m. on Wednesday and until 3 p.m. on Sunday. That's to give additional time for residents to get their trash there in light of the changes that we've made. Note that there will also be a delayed pickup due to the following holidays, much like recycles and trash. Veterans Day, 11-11. Thanksgiving Day, 11-24. If you need assistance, call the DPW at 978-983-8545. Um, and again, those orange yardway stickers are available at the customer service station at City Hall. Walk in and get them. It takes about two seconds. And that way you can put your leaves in a barrel and then they'll be picked up. The next thing I wanted to highlight, also equally important. Uh, somebody told me a joke today. The importance of voting, Steve, in municipal elections is that the mayor in Jaws we're still yep. the mayor in Jaws, too. <laughs> All right? So you want to vote. Uh, so we're talking about the early voting. 
Early voting is at Sanborn Hall at the police station, 90 Hampshire Street, starting October 22nd from 8 a.m. to 5 p.m. Then it runs uh, 10 a.m. to 2 p.m. on the 23rd, 10 a.m. to 2 p.m. on the 24th, 8 a.m. to noon on the 25th, uh, 2 p.m. to 6 p.m. on the 26th, 10 a.m. to 2 p.m. on the 27th, 8 a.m. to noon on the 28th, 10 a.m. to 2 p.m. on the 29th, October 30th, 10 a.m. to 2 p.m., and then October 31st, November 1st, November 2nd, November 3rd, 8 a.m. to 4.30 p.m., and November 4th, 8 a.m. to noon. So those are plenty of times for you to go in and do early voting at, at Sanborn Hall, um, and City Hall is open 8 a.m. to 5 p.m. for voter registration on October 29th. All right, so you've got plenty of opportunities still to register if you want to vote. And those are the go to the city website, you'll see the early voting hours. They're listed there, and they'll be here on the show as well. Next, I want to talk about, uh, I got my COVID, my fourth COVID, and it knocked me for a loop last Friday. So I went to the football game. I felt fine. I went home. I felt like... Uh, Ebenezer Scrooge. I was under two blankets shivering away, and most of Saturday. Uh, but I think it's still well worth it in the end. We're still giving vaccinations at Melita Farms every Saturday in October. So we've got the 22nd and 29th left. Uh, anyone who gets a first or second dose gets a gift card while supplies last. For first dose, you get a $100 gift card. And for the second dose, you get a $25 gift card. And there's free plants and prizes as well. And that's uh, 10 a.m. to 2 p.m., Melita Farms. Uh, that's my good friend, Octavian Spana. You've got to get out there and see if they're doing a marvelous job. All right, Melita Farms, every Saturday. Uh, vaccines available for anyone ages six months and up. And if you haven't had COVID, um, I think it's over three months you can have your, every three months you can have a booster. And this current booster has all the um, variations, if you will. All right, now we get into what I call the Steve Angelo Show. All right. I'm ready to go. Huh? I'm ready. You're ready. All right. So we're going to talk about some events. So the first one is the Fall Festival. Uh, before we go to the slide, there it is there. Steve, take it away and tell us a little bit about the Fall Festival. So I will be very biased. I think the Fall Festival is probably my favorite event of the year here in Methuen. So the Fall Festival is hosted up at Great Court Park. It's a, it's a terrific event for younger families, I said, to be able to come out. I said, the mayor gives out Saturday donuts. I said, we have a bunch of candy. I said, G.J. Mike will be playing a bunch of music, having a lot of fun. I said there will be other community groups who just donate their time and donate a lot of product, I said, to the residents. And what we, the highlight of it is a huge costume contest. Yeah. You can come out and see some of the costumes. They're unbelievable. Yeah. You see the Methuen Life. I said, we have them all over our Facebook page. Well, Methuen page. Life had a picture show, and the family that won the, the, the contest yeah. last year was all themed together, right? And I think they theme every single year. I think that that's been an ongoing really? thing for them for a long time. But, yeah. yeah, I think last year we had well over 500 people up there. And yeah, it was great. Said, it's, the good thing, I'm, the most important thing I want to highlight is the opportunity to park at St. Basil's for this yeah. event. Yeah. I said, if anyone knows where Great Court Park is, it's up on the top of the hill, it way is. above City Hall. And it's quite a hike to get up to the top. I said we try to transport people if they need it through golf carts, but we do have the ability to use St. Basil's parking lot on in the annual basis, which allows for ADA access for everybody and just provides a nice, easy walk in and out of the facility. Good. But yep, I said it's a ton of fun. I said we're really looking forward to it. Hopefully the weather holds out. It's been beautiful out recently. Yeah. And we're just really trying to elevate it a little bit more well, this year. We're getting the rain out this weekend from what I understand. So it's going to be rainy Sunday. Yeah. I just saw the. I was watching the weather while Channel Seven was yep. interviewing me. So. And it's going to be beautiful next week. There you go. I like that. So starts when, Steve? 
So it starts at 12 o'clock and it runs till 3 o'clock as in, and really as it throughout the whole time. It's not an event that you have to go to for the entire three hours. You can. You're more right. than welcome to. Right. But it's an event that if you want to come at 1.30, normally we do the costume contest around 2. Yep. And we do a like, nice little parade around the facility so everyone can kind of check out everyone else's costume. But we'll also have inflatable games there. I said, I think we're going to have a balloon twister there this year, some face painters possibly. So we're really trying to amp up some of the activities that we've done some great stuff in the past, so we're yeah. just trying to take it to a different level so this year. So really it's kind of a relaxed kids, family. It's a very family-oriented right. event. Yeah. I said that's really kind of the whole yep. dynamic of it. Very similar to like the 4th of July fireworks, but this is like really geared towards the kids. And this yeah. is really geared towards them being able to extend this Halloween celebration yeah. for a few extra days. Yeah, I love Halloween. I don't know about you. But I, I do like Halloween. Halloween. Um, so, uh, and you know, um, I, I know it's a fun family event, but when you get to my stage of life, food's important, Steve. Yep. So some of the things that will be available there for people to eat. Yep, so I said the Exchange Club every year comes and brings in, nice and they committed to bringing over 400 hot dogs this year, which I believe they're going to be giving out for free to Correct. the families and everything. I said the mayor always brings cider donuts every year. I said I know that we have people who will donate popcorn and apple crisp, and there's going to be a ton of candy. Right. I promise you there will be tons Ton. and tons of candy for the yeah. kids to enjoy. I said the Parks and Rec, we put together goodie bags for all the kids with pencils, stickers, and so everyone goes home with a bunch of stuff. Right. I said, you know, it's just a really cool experience. I think yeah. it's something that's very unique to Methuen. Well, and it's something I, that we should be very proud of. I think so. Kudos to you because I think, you know, I, I don't see other cities doing this kind of event. And um, I did see some Facebook chatter. Somebody forwarded to me, um, you know, about why we're doing this when we do a Methuen Day. Two entirely different celebrations, right? But why not do more? Amen. I think that that's one Amen. of the great things about Methuen, and we're trying to advance a yeah. lot of this stuff now is we need more community events. Amen. We need more stuff Good like this that brings everybody together and brings the community as a whole into the same place to kind of celebrate being a member of this community. Yeah. And I would say the, the fall festival at this stage is kind of like a tradition, right? I mean, oh, 100%. Yeah. I, say, People look I think for it. it's been going on since I was a kid. Yeah. As I've been in the city for 36 yeah. years, and I remember doing it growing up yeah. as well. So um, yeah, there's going to be cider. There's going to be cider donuts. There's going to be apple crisp. There's going to be popcorn. There's going to be uh, hot dogs. Uh, and lots of candy. Lots of candy. So, we might um, have a couple surprises along the way, too. I can't commit go. to them right now, but I said we have a few things in the works. Once again, we're trying to really elevate the program this year yeah. and really have it be that unique, fun experience for families. And, and one of the things I like best that you do, you know, you twist my arm, but um, no, you don't. Um, you I know, can it, sometimes. It's, <laughs> uh, so you, uh, the cost is free, right? Uh, this is for residents of Bethune and their families. And, you know, uh, knowing how hard it is to feed a family, come up and get, you know, uh, I can't tell you your child won't have a sugar high when they leave the event. No. They probably will. Um, but, you know, there's lots of stuff there, like hot dogs, like the donuts, like the apple crisp, free of charge. Yeah, the people from the community are donating so that we can run this fantastic event. So kudos to you, Steve, and to Billy Manzi, uh, who's a new dad. I want to give He's a shout a out, dad. right? Congra yeah, he is. Right. Congratulations, Billy. Uh, and, and my understanding is there now is a Bill Manzi the fifth. The fifth. Right? Yep. V. So yep. a V. Um, so kudos to former Mayor Manzi, who's now a Nanu. Is he a Nanu? Or a, I think a Nanu. I think that's I, right. I, I don't want to screw that up. Yeah. And for the Irish, he would be a Papa. So I don't know what it is in Italian. But um, I think it just means that former Mayor Manzi and Mayor Perry are getting old. Right? <laughs> so uh, I saw Billy, young Billy with you the other day. Um, um, and it's no picnic when you have a baby, right, no. when they're up at night. So 
Uh, kudos he's he's to, very tired, I will yeah, tell you. That. Kudos but he's to still doing a great job. Wife. Well, and that's part and parcel to it. Uh, so come on out Saturday, October 29th. Put the flyer up one more time. 12 to 3 at Great Court Park for the Fall Festival. Uh, this is great. And, and I want to say the mayor is a big admirer of the costumes. Right? So some of the people that, uh, you know, some of the families, the costumes that they come to this are unbelievably elaborate. I'm not talking store-bought. I'm talking people, you know, there was a young uh, lady dressed as uh, Snow White last year. I want to tell you that that costume was perfect, perfect. You see some amazing costumes, very unique oh. as well. as It's not yeah. all the store-bought stuff. The it, people put not. a lot of time and effort into yeah. Well, I've got costumes. nothing but jealousy for that creativity, so uh, come on down. And even if you're not, you know, even if you don't have kids, come on down and sample the free food and, and watch the kids enjoy themselves, right? It'll be Bouncy House, I think, right? I said, I'm not sure we'll have a Bouncy House where yeah. the costumes could get a little creative having a Bouncy yeah. House over there, but we will have inflatable games. We are going to have the Blue and Twister. We'll have plenty of activities for everybody to enjoy. So the next thing we've got coming up is the big one, uh, Trick or Treat itself, which is uh, Monday, October 31st. We go to slide, yep. So City of Bethune Halloween Trick or Treating will take place on Monday, October 31st, 5 to 7 p.m., Wishing everyone a spooky and safe Halloween, and we are. Uh, one of my favorite holidays, if not the. Um, and so, you know, there's constant dialogue uh, about, you know, uh, why don't you move it to a weekend or this. And, and I want to tell you, City of Methuen uh, at one time tried to move it uh, from the date, and it was a date that will probably go in infamy. I hate to say it that way, uh, because people were outraged that it was being moved. So we hold it to the traditional day, and uh, just, you know, all the surrounding communities except for one are doing it the same day as we're doing it. And I think that's important uh, because what you don't want is an influx of people from other communities trying to do the trick-or-treating. It becomes uh, burdensome. Um, You also want to minimize uh, the—somebody said to me, we we talked about this at the whip-around today, um, you know, if, if I want to if I want to give out candy at 7:30, I'll give it out the candy. So that's fine, right? The officially sanctioned hours by the city are five to seven. It's school night. We want to get kids home and ready for school the next day. There's already going to be a sugar rush, um, but we do it. We always do it traditionally on the holiday itself, um, with few minor adjustments. But we've got the fall festival the Saturday before, so come out. You know, test out your costume at the fall festival and then get ready for your trick-or-treat and two days later. It, it provides a good window of opportunity for the kids, right? Uh, and I, do, you, do you have any G2 on the best neighborhoods to go in Methuen for trick-or-treating? I do not. Yeah. It's been a long time since I've gone trick-or-treating. Yeah, yeah you and me, uh, longer for me. We used to scout out who would give out full-size candy bars, right? That used to be that was, big, that was always a game plan. That was the big thing. Find out who in the neighborhood is giving out full-size candy bars and hit them first before they run out. So then... We have uh, ongoing here, uh, as we did last year, the Methuen Halloween Decoration Contest. So, Steve, talk a little bit about this. So this is a new program, not a program. I said, kind of an activity that we wanted to bring in last year, especially as we were coming off the COVID I said, um, stuff that was going on. Was We wanted to give people an opportunity because people put a lot of time and effort into their home decoration concert. I said, and what we really like, wanted to do is show it off to the community because people might not see them if you're not in their neighborhood to really kind of, once again, bring the community together. And I'll probably repeat that several, several times on the show. I think it's, but an opportunity to really appreciate the holiday. Even if you can't get out and do stuff, you can do it right from your living room. I said, we post all the pictures online on our Facebook page. I said, we'll post them on the website as well. And just try to really 
pick up the holiday itself. And it's also great way. So we give out gift cards to local businesses. I said to the top three scores, I said, I do not judge them. I'm going to give everyone the forthright notice of that now. It's not my decision. I said, I do have a couple select people who will go on name to do make those selections for us. I said, but it's just the way. I said, we already have probably about 15 entries and we just started marketing it yesterday. Yeah. So we're expecting to have several more come in. Yeah. I said, and then hopefully I said on the show, right. I said next month or next, yeah, probably next month. I said, well, right into November. Well, I said, we can, we can make those yeah. announcements as who the winners are and really love, show that stuff Love off. to have you back on because November we start bringing on local businesses and talking about holiday gift ideas. Uh, we get a couple comments, so I want to uh, circle back. So Lillian Demers Michaud said, schools are overcrowded. Uh, we have our own homeless. So the schools are overcrowded. Um, but we're about to complete the purchase of uh, 9 Branch Street, which will ease that significantly. Um, uh, our numbers actually have gone down since last year. And we do, you know, Lily, you're correct, we have our own homeless, right? So we're, we're trying to take care of our own uh, before we take the burdens of uh, other people. And that's really the point I was trying to make there. And the point I'm going to make tomorrow to those state agencies is I don't need help. You know, times are hard enough for people who live in my community. I don't need you injecting people into the community that I don't have the wherewithal to care for. So I appreciate that comment. Laurie Devereaux said, DPW picking up barrels on Recycle Week. Many people use barrels for yard waste. Hope they actually don't pick up those barrels if the waste is picked up early in the day. So I, I love that you put this. So that all the more reason to get those orange yard waste stickers that are available at City Hall and put them on your your yard waste barrels. If you put those on your barrels, they won't take, they won't take your barrels away, right? If you, you know, dump your barrels over, if they had yard waste in them, they're dumped over, uh, there is the possibility they could be confused. So come on down to City Hall. All I have to do is walk into the customer service station and you can pick up two of those orange stickers that say uh, yard waste. And just slap them on the barrels you want to use for your leaves and your brush. Um, and you can do that right away. So great feedback from the audience. Thank you. Um, okay, so so back to the Halloween decoration contest. So they have to send them to you by October 31st? Yep, Halloween thing. And how do they get in touch with you? So the easiest way probably to get in touch with me, I said, because I could ramble off my email right now, but no way you probably remember it, and it's a real long email. Yeah. I said, is to go to MethuenRec.com. Yeah. All of my contact information, email address is on there. Okay. I said, you can access it directly through that. I said, I actually have had a couple of people submit stuff to me through Facebook as well, which is another option. I said, yep. if you want to post it on the Methuen Rec Facebook page, we can definitely take it that way. Whatever is easiest for families to be able to get that to us, we will make it work on our end. Now, if you're out there and you've decorated your house, make sure you send uh, uh, an entry into Steve. Uh, are these pictures on the flyer, are these pictures of last year's? Yes, they are. Yep. They're pretty good. These people are very artistic, far more artistic than the mayor would ever be, so... So, again, by October 31st, uh, submit your pictures of your home decorations to Methuen Parks and Rec um, and, or at steveangelo at ci.methuen.ma.us, uh, which is why you didn't want to say it. And um, post-Halloween, uh, you could get a call from Steve saying you want a gift certificate to a local Methuen business, right? Mm-hmm. All right. Good. All right. Moving on. we got more events. And so this one is less about you. Um, but more coming, so we're keeping you in abeyance. You're in the bullpen again. Um, so we are going to have a Veterans Day parade Friday, November 11th, 2022. And I want to pause here and say, um, first and foremost, uh, the, the wall that heals 
was in the city last month, and it was a humbling, moving experience. It was just fantastic. Um, and, you know, I think everybody who volunteered there, I know you did, Steve, I did, um, and, and the people who came to see it, uh, left with a different feeling about our veterans, right? Uh, especially our Vietnam veterans, because that's what the Wall of Heels is all about. Uh, but I worry that one of the things is often we send mixed messages to our veterans. And so having participated in the Veterans Parade uh, the first year I was elected, um, the unfortunate part is many times there are more people in the parade than watching the parade. This is on a Friday this year. Um, I'm asking you, I'm imploring you, in light of you know, the, the groundswell of support, um, you look at what's going on across the world. You look at the Ukrainian conflict with Russia. We are privileged to live in, I'm going to keep saying it, the greatest country on the face of the earth, and to exercise the freedoms that we, we have. Um, and the freedoms we have that we exercise are brought to us by those veterans, uh, those who served and those who served and died. And so Veterans Day is all about those who served, and Memorial Day is all about those who served and died. So I do not want to send a mixed message to our veterans community. I'm imploring you. Please come out and salute our veterans on Friday morning, November 11th. Um, uh, the parade won't be that long. Uh, if you go back to the flyer, if there's a group that wants to be involved in the parade, you can call John Dowd uh, from the Legion at 978-683-9959 or email Tom Hargraves, thargraves at hotmail.com. You have to register by Friday, November 4th. So there's still time for you to get a group or... or an individual or a band into the parade, uh, we would love to have you. And remember why we're doing it. In respect to our veterans, um, this is the greatest country on the face of the earth, and the proof is in the pudding that we're able to stand there and, and talk toe-to-toe on things that we disagree about. In other countries, you do that, you can get jailed or shot. Um, you know, we had somebody, uh, a, a young lady in Iran, who was executed but not wearing her headpiece correctly. Um, that's not who we are. And so we want to make sure our veterans understand that we truly appreciate the service and the sacrifice both they and their families have given to make this country so great. So Friday, November 11th, uh, the parade forms up at 9.30 and starts at 10 o'clock. It starts at the American Legion Post on Broadway. Please, please do the mayor a favor and come to the Veterans Day Parade. We'd love to see you there. And, and if you're interested, contact John Dowd, like I said. And all this information, again, is available on the city website. Okay, moving on. Uh, so November 11th is the uh, Veterans Day Parade. Then comes the Santa Day Parade, which is a huge event in the city of Methuen. That's scheduled for Saturday, November 19th at 1 p.m. Um, you know, as I was driving here today, the last couple of days have been rainy, kind of humid, not really fall weather, but what a change today, huh? It was beautiful this afternoon. Beautiful. Upper 50s, clear. These are the kind of days that make you want to live in New England forever. Uh, those days in February make I'll me want to go summer. to Florida I'll forever. take the summer myself. Yeah, yeah, I'm with you. I'm with you. So the older I get, so I sit in my driveway uh, February when it's snowing, and I think, why am I here? So, um, so 2022 Methuen Santa Parade, bigger and better than ever, Saturday, November 19th at 1 p.m., um, so a little change in ownership this year. We've gone from Jill Stackland to the rec department. So I'll talk a little bit about this event. 
So first, I'm going to give a huge shout out to Jill Stackland. She's yeah. been running the Santa Parade for oh, over 20 years. Yeah. She'll probably beat me up if I don't give yeah. her a shout out. Yeah. But she's done an unbelievable job for several years putting this parade together. It's really been her baby that I said that came out of her own mindset, and she's built what is probably one of the strongest Midwestern traditions that we have here in the city. I said, so this year, I said we're going to be doing the same route as we have in the past. I said as we started taking applications for groups as of last week. I said already we already have 13 bands who have committed. We have 10 floats, and I expect those numbers to more That's than great. double. That's great. I said it might be the biggest and best parade we've ever had. And I said, I've been picking Jill's brain here and there. Yeah. I've been trying to, even much as I said, she doesn't want to do it anymore. Yeah. I'm still bothering her with a bunch of questions because yeah, yeah, she is be. the mastermind of yeah. behind it. And we have a great group of people that are working, put it together. Yeah. And it is. It's just a great tradition here in the city to have. And something that has been going on once again since I was a kid that brings out thousands of people every year. And it's a great opportunity if you do have a group in the city who wants to put together a float or march or a dance club or anything, get in contact with us. We are not turning people away as if yep. you are a local group. It's a great way to promote your group and once again bring your groups together to intermingle with other groups and really just have that dynamic of community. It's a feel-good event. It definitely is. So, And I think that's the theme for today's show. These are these are all the Veterans Day Parade, the, uh, the Fall Festival. These are feel-good events um, that we love to have people, as many people as possible participate in. So um, uh, if we could put the flyer up uh, contact Steve. Who do they yep. contact? So they can contact the Methuen Parks and Rec directly through the phone, 978-983-8590. Or you can contact Billy Manzi in our office at bmanzi at ci.methuen.ma.us. Yeah. But once again, you can also commit, um, contact us through methuenrec.com as well as if you want to reach out. My contacts are there. Yep. We will definitely get involved. That's what we try to make it as easy as possible for people to get involved involved and to register yeah but i said we do try to ask you to make sure you register by november 1st so we can start to coordinate also if there's a lot of the logistics that go on behind the scenes and if anyone's seen the parade come together in the morning yeah it's pure chaos yeah but it's a ton of fun yeah awesome and santa will be there on the back in the i was just gonna say yeah so the jolly old elf is he gonna be there he will be there okay all right because that's important for most of the kids that want to see him that's the around the time that parents want to tell their kids all right we're in the wind down. Now you got to look out. He's watching, right? So um, that's Saturday, November 19th at 1 p.m. And where does it step, step off from Pelham Street, correct? Yep, the parking right on Pelham Street, right by the baseball field. And we end up right at the Nicholson Stadium. Okay, excellent. All so right. And the route will be out on online. So we'll make sure it goes on the city website. We'll make sure it goes on the Methuen Rec website. Yeah, so and all of our social media. to sit and watch it, right? Yep, I said, so you can kind of map out the biggest spots. I know, right, I said, right by the stadium, a lot of people right. can't put it. There's always those few certain areas yeah. where it gets really exciting as you go down the streets and you just yep. see hundreds and thousands, not hundreds of thousands. I wish it got that big. But I said hundreds and or thousands of people. Yeah. So um, I can't believe I'm doing this on October 19th, but it's the right time to do it. Um, so this is uh, so we're asking for the public's assistance. So last year we had a spectacular treat. Kudos yeah. to you guys. I said, well, thank you to the Marsan family for donating. Yeah, it as well. they, yeah, they did. A, uh, we got it from the Marsan family. Uh, that was a fabulous tree, and now we're looking for one equal or better, right, for this yep. year, um, because uh, that tree lighting event was spectacular at the loop. Yep. Um, and we're we'll touching that in a little bit. That's coming back as well. It is. Yeah. All right. So, um, so we're looking for the perfect tree. Uh, you're willing to donate. So all you have to do is tell us you have the tree. Uh, we're willing to coordinate the removal and the transportation. Um, all you got to do is point it out to us where it is. 
It does not have to be in the city of Methuen, although the mayor would love it if it was in the city of Methuen. It would make it easier. Um, but, you know, we're looking for like a 35, 40-footer. Yeah. Right? I, think, I think last I year... I think we was were probably 45 feet last year. 45. I said so we might be right around 40 to 45. 45 to 50, yeah. right? Let's go bigger. So I'll buy more lights. I have no problem yeah. with it. Well, and it was... I want to say you guys did a great job lighting it. The DPW guys yeah. did a great job. And I want to go on record here as saying, you know, I got to ask the whip round until you heard me. Are we going to light the, the, the tree I call the pencil at the library? Yeah. And the answer is yes, we are. So we've got to get lights for that too. Okay. Right? And not just strung. The mayor will pay to have somebody do them if we need to. So uh, if you're a Methuen resident or you've got a friend uh, who's got a spectacular 45-foot or more pine tree, um, submit your photo to uh, Parks and Rec at sangelo at ci.methuen.ma.us or the other ways that we've been talking about with um, um, Steve here on the other events. You can go to the Methuen Rec uh, page, homepage, or you can go to Facebook and submit a picture that way, right? right? Yep. And even if you can't submit a picture, if you want to give me the address if it's somewhere here in the city, well, I'm more than happy to drive by and take a look and do that for you guys as well. Now, the only thing I would caution is a lot of people in the audience are probably sitting there thinking, geez, it's October 19th. What's the hustle with the... So yep. there's a lot of planning that goes into moving a 45-foot tree. Correct. Right? I said, and this year we're trying to be a little more proactive. I said, that's why we're getting this information out to everyone yep. this year, this early, because yeah. we want to find that best tree. Yeah. We want to find the yeah. tree that really wows people, because I think we did an unbelievable yeah. job last year doing that. And then... What people want to say, we are going to do the tree lighting the first week in December. Yeah. So I said, we need to have the tree cut down before Thanksgiving. Right. I said, because you need right. to allow for it to settle. You need to, there's a lot of process involved yeah. to get it going. So yeah. we want to try to get as many submittals as possible this year so we yeah. can pick that perfect tree yeah. and start the logistics to put, getting that installed over at the loop. So I want to say kudos to you because um, most of the events we do in the city, all the events since since you know you come aboard have really been on first the July fourth. I don't know a lot of effort goes in from your team and you, um, but the events come off spectacular. And I, I mean, really you, can't take credit, Mr. Mayor. I said yeah. it's really a citywide contribution between DPW, yep. police, fire. Yep. Everyone has their hands in all these yeah. events. I personally can't take claim or well, take credit of it well, because you're the quarterback, so you, yep. you you get the praise and you get the right when the, so uh, kudos. To the whole team, uh, but to you too, because the planning is a lot, as you know, and the mayor is inquisitive all the time about what's happening with this and that. Mm-hmm. And I want to say, you know, one of the things I learned um, this past year is maybe it's a good idea not to do July Fourth fireworks on on July Fourth, well, right? The past get, two the past two years we've done it the week after. I said right. I know there was some pushback this year that we were doing it the week after, and there was a lot of rumors and a lot of stuff that was going on. And we still had over 7,000 people show oh up for the God. event. Yeah, I said, and I think I said, you'll be happy with I'll make this announcement, yeah. is we're going to continue that tradition next year. Yeah. I said, we've actually reached out to the Fireworks Club where we're trying to coordinate a lot of that stuff right yeah. now. But having it the week after has actually been a terrific opportunity for people to it still has. enjoy their 4th of July holiday with their yeah. family or their vacations yeah. or whatever, yeah. and then be able to come back and enjoy it as a community as well. And the, specta- uh, the fireworks have been spectacular the last couple of years. Uh, just spectacular. So, um, you know, I know it's harder because there's less people doing fireworks. I don't yep. pe- know people, in, you know, even COVID impacted people who do fireworks. So there's less people Correct. doing it than they were doing it before. And that's one of the, the problems. So um, I, I want to quick highlight and then I'm going to ask, give you a couple minutes here to think ahead because I'm going to ask you about 
you know, what else in athletic programs as we head into the, you know, holiday season, what's on deck for parents and families for athletic programs? But I'll give you a little time to think about that. Um, I want to re-encapsulate the events we talked about. There's a lot of them. So it starts with uh, October 29th is the Fall Festival at Great Court Park from 12 to 3. Um, that's uh, family-based, kid-themed, uh, but there's food for all. So come on out and join us from 12 to 3 on that Saturday. Uh, you won't be disappointed, guarantee you. Um, all I did last year was hand out cider donuts, and I loved the event. It was fantastic. Um, then we have uh, trick-or-treating, which is, look at MCS. They're so good. They, they, know, they know me better than I know me. Um, trick-or-treating is the Monday after the 29th, the Monday, October 31st, from 5 to 7. Um, you know, the only thing I'd ask is, you know, please be sure you're safe. Make sure you have, you know, somebody with a flashlight as you walk around the neighborhoods um, to keep everybody safe. Um, and uh, I'm going to talk about our police at the end. They will be active and alert that whole evening and making sure that our city is safe, as they always do. Um, then we have the, uh, excuse me, the Halloween decoration contest. So get your entries in now. I've seen a couple of houses decorated already. Um, uh, and submit your entry to Methuen Rec or call Steve or Facebook Steve. Uh, make sure you get your entry in. You can get a, a gift certificate if you're judged one of the top three to one of the local Methuen businesses. Then we have the Veterans Day Parade on November 11th. And I'm imploring you, let's not let the, the huge positive in this community of the wall that heals and it really was a, a, a moving event. Let, let's keep that ball rolling. Let's make sure we all get out to thank our veterans for their service to this country because they deserve it. And then the last two things are the Santa Parade, November 19th, and there's still time, Steve, right, for groups and organizations, you said, right? Correct, yes. Okay. Yep, so, November 1st, we'd like to get all those applications. Okay, so you get another two weeks to kind of let us know if you want to be in on the Santa Parade Saturday, November 19th. Always a good time. Uh, and last but not least is help us find a tree, All right. So we do that first weekend in December. We do the tree lighting at the Loop. There'll be spectacular events. I could tell you uh, we're working on uh, last year. I know uh, Dunkin' Donuts or Heavenly. Who gave us the hot chocolate? Dunkin' Donuts gave Dunkin it to Donuts. us. Dunkin' Donuts. Yeah. We ran out of hot chocolate. We underestimated how much. So we're going to have plenty of hot chocolate this year. Yeah. Um, so I've got a friend... Uh, who's in the catering business, and I'm working with him to see how can we do the hot chocolate. How is it, you know, we could provide that for the residents. So, uh, but some of those other events that we're doing, we're still working on there. So you know, I can't announce the date for the tree lighting. will yeah. be Sunday, December 4th. Sunday, so December 4th. we have 4th. confirmed that with the Loop, they are willing to host once again. I said, and we start to bring together all those activities that people look forward to every year with the pony rides, the trackless train, the sleigh rides, the inflatables. We're, once again, like all of our events, we're trying to take where we've been and elevate yeah. to a totally different yeah. level this year in terms of what we're offering for our families and yeah. people of all ages. It's not just for kids. It can be for all residents to come and enjoy. Right. Um, so I did have one thing. I, I, you know, I had a surprise, and it's a good news for the citizens of Bethune. Um, so next Wednesday before the show, um, I will be going to Marlborough in the morning with uh, Chief McNamara, and this is an entirely good news story. So I am thrilled, absolutely delighted, um, and kudos to Chief McNamara and the superiors for their leadership here. Uh, Methuen Police Department will be receiving their certification from the state of Massachusetts. That's one of two steps. There's certification and accreditation. So uh, the address process of applying for and receiving certification 
our police department has um, achieved it, and they will be recognized uh, next Wednesday, the 26th, in Marlboro, Mass. The chief and I will be in attendance to the ceremony, and I can't wait to partake in that. Um, and I'm tickle pink in the strides we've made with our, our police department, which reminds me you can buy those patches for the month of uh, October. They're selling the pink patches uh, if you make a donation to breast cancer research. But uh, our police department will be certified. That is a huge step forward, and accreditation is on the horizon. So they're working hard towards it. So uh, many good things coming in the community uh, as we continue the process of moving the community forward. All right. So I, I gave you a couple minutes to think about. You know, I, I threw you a, not necessarily a softball. So I'm a parent living in the city of Methuen, and I've got a child, and I'm looking at cold weather setting in. So what kind of things are going to be out there for kids and families to participate in? So our fall and winter program will be probably be coming out of the next week or so. So we can, uh, getting through the first half of fall, we kind of section it off into two different parts. Yep. I said that all those programs can come. I said this winter we're going to be looking to bring art programs back into the city. It's something we try to expand upon. I said, and not necessarily just sports stuff. I said, we have some great youth organizations that do a lot of great stuff. We'll be running basketball clinics. We'll be running what I said we're going to try to do is intro to golf programs, I said, for kids to enjoy as well, which is something new in the city. I said, we'll be running dodgeball programs. I said, we've partnered with the launch before. I said, if anyone's been a part of that or it hasn't been over, I said, launch is another great local business who gives a lot back yeah. to the community. I said, they've been a huge partner for direct department, I said, for offering that as a utilization and a source for us to use, offer something unique that a lot of other communities can't offer to their families. Right. Said, so we'll be seeing a lot of that as a, once again, basketball. And we're really going to try to expand upon some of the stuff. I would love to bring the cooking classes, which we tried to do. Well, if you right do a cooking class, can I get invited? You can absolutely get invited. <laughs> I, won't, I won't be teaching. I can promise yeah. you that. Yeah. But we're going to start to try to expand upon that. And not just for the kids, too. As in, since I've said, I said, I've gotten a lot of inquiries about doing an adult program. So we're going yeah. to look at a few different resources to be able to offer some unique stuff. I, we've, I'd like to offer some photography classes. I'd like to offer. That's great. I said, I promise everybody on the show right now, pickleball will be coming at some point in time this winter. I said, that's probably the number one question I get from adults is, yeah. what about the pickleball class? We also have a very exciting um, project that we're working on right now. Thanks to you and the city council for approving through OPA funding that we'll be putting in new tennis courts over at the high school. And we are in the process of that planning, doing that now with the hopes of breaking ground, I said, during late spring, early summer. Yep. I said, get those. And with that installation of that new court, we'll have between four to six pickleball courts now oh, hosted here great. in the city. Great, great. So I said, it's a huge project and something that has been well needed and long overdue in the city. Yeah. And with this funding, I said, we're able to get it's going to be able to provide that for the city. Yeah. And I, I, I remember uh, you going over, so, and the design of those will be a little different so that they're not call, all married into one. There'll be separate entrances into the Correct. courts. Correct, yep. I said, and then what will end up happening is, is so we can utilize the gates. I said, we'll end up being on lock codes. I said, so there'll be opportunities to, times that they can rent them. Yep. I said, or that times that they'll just be free play. I said, because anyone who's been around the pickleball courts know that they can get to be very busy spots. And yes. I said, to be able to reserve yes. them in advance, yeah. I think would be a great opportunity for the residents yeah. to know that if they're going to go down there, they're going to be able to play. And I said, we're still working on the background logistics of how that offering is going to come. Yeah. So how but many pickleball courts will be there? Between four and six. It all depends on when we get the designs back. Yeah. I said, and once we get those designs, once it hits my desk and hits your desk, I'm going to get it out to people because this is Amen. a very exciting project, yeah. and I want yeah. people. And we probably will have 
some, I'm not going to say a public hearing, but I said, I might do a public outreach, very similar to that, with, the, with the Gil F. Park. Yeah. I said, to say, hey, we'll have a Zoom meeting yeah. to give me kind of feedback on what you want to see before we go into the final specs for that So project. I love that you're thinking about the infrastructure, and uh, we talked about this with the ARPA. Um, my only ask of the residents is, you know, as we do these things, we've we got to keep them. Right? You can't, cannot deface Correct. or destroy, you know. So there's going to be over almost a million and a half dollars Correct. spent on the tennis courts and the pickleball, right? Yes. Just the ones at Ranger. Not, I'm not including Gill. That's a separate That's two a plus story, month, yeah. right? Um, so we need the residents to be mindful and watchful. Right. And not ju- I'm not just asking of yourself. If you see somebody who's doing something in the parks. So we are in the midst of our camera program. I, I hope next Wednesday to have uh, Chief McNamara on the show to talk a little bit about the ward ceremony during the day and to give you an update on the camera programs and, and what's out there and, and what's happening and allow you to call and ask questions uh, for the chief related to, you know, when we do <clears throat> when we've done the uh, 20 or so info sessions across the city. Uh, he gets a lot of feedback on speeding, and I know he really values that, that feedback. So um, I'm looking at my time here to see. i got another eight minutes. Let's see if we got some questions here. Um, here we go. Are we, hey, Dan Shibuya's watching. Um, Hi, Dan. Hi, Dan. Uh, Bethune, hang on. Let's see. Oh, Bethune Community Studios put the link in for the, uh, the wine glass paint party and shopping night, so please take advantage of that. Uh, Joel Ferretta says, do you take a bow because someone needs to take the lead to hold these events? He's right. Uh, where's the adult soccer, Steve? Are we still playing adult soccer sports? So that is where we I said, we're looking at an expansion of programs. You won't see it this fall, but come in the spring. I said, we yeah. want to look into doing softball. We want to look into yeah. doing more adult programming. And where we have the limitations, and it's really tough for me to say this, to, yeah. is we have some great youth groups and great youth organizations yeah. that utilize our fields a ton. Yeah. So field space is always a hindrance towards yeah. expanding our program, but we will get creative. We will work to find a couple hours here and there to be able to offer this. Okay. But just being able to find those open fields for those certain times can be yeah. a challenge. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Dan uh, is asking me to go axe throwing and be on his team. He wants me to be the goalie. Yeah. No, that's a joke. It's not there. So uh, Sandy got that. She liked it. Um, Nancy Reardon said photography classes are currently being offered at the Methuen Senior Activity Center. I didn't know that. I did not know that either. Thank you, Nancy. Yeah. I do know that there's a 45s tournament. So I, I, I hate to be a townie, uh, but if you grew up around here, um, and you I did. played 45s. You yeah. played 45s? Yeah. All right. So next Wednesday at 1 o'clock, I don't know if we'll be, I hope we'll be back from Marlboro, because I, my understanding is there's a police fire seniors 45s tournament yep. at the senior center. I'd love to get in that. Uh, I spent a lot of my childhood with my grandmother yep. playing 45s. It's a beloved game around here. So. Correct. I grew up playing it as well. It is a great yeah. Merrimack Valley tradition. Yeah. And I want to I, I want to um, also give a shout out to Linda Sheehan and the, uh, Sue Riccio and the staff at the Methuen Senior Center. They do a fabulous job. And, and I want to kind of bring this, you know, we have five minutes left. Um, I want to I want to talk about, you know, um, especially to our senior community, but to anybody. So in a community like Methuen, uh, we don't have uh, millionaires anymore, at least not that I'm aware of. Um, but in a community like this, there's no reason for any man, woman, or child to go hungry or to go without uh, a roof over their head or, or heat. And so uh, 
especially to the senior community, uh, I know many of you may struggle to uh, not want to reach out for assistance. But I, I would implore you, based upon what some of these utility companies and others are doing, right? if you look at what happened with the gas prices, and I know people are going to say, get off the kick, Mayor, gas is down to 359 To me, that's all part of the strategy. They raised it to 499 and now 359 doesn't look so yeah. bad. Right? It looks, Steve and I look at each other saying, hey, 359 a gallon, that's not bad. Um, in reality, it was what? $1.90. $1.90-something uh, a year before that. So it's all about how um, these corporations get you primed for what they want to make. At the same time as we're talking about 359 a gallon, and don't take my word for it, go look, ExxonMobil is reporting profits like you wouldn't believe. And I believe in the first quarter of this year, their profits were $5.7 billion. That's B with a billion. Um, and to me, that's outrageous. Um, and, and the same thing, I turned my ire towards uh, National Grid Neversource, and I've had them on the show, and I've got re- great respect for some of the individuals that work there. But I want to tell you from uh, what our community needs, it's egregious um, that they would increase the rates you know, so significantly. So please... There's going to be a program. Uh, Kelly Townsend, uh, Jasmine Nunez are going to be at the Senior Center regularly. Reach out to them and apply for some of the assistance that we're going to have available for you. Again, there's no reason, whether it's food for Methuen Cares or financial assistance through this program that we talked about, uh, there's no reason for any senior or low-income individual to go without this winter. And I say that. Um, so I, I want to, you know, wrap up by talking about um, upcoming shows. So as we head into the next week, we're going to have Chief McNamara on, um, and he will be able to talk to you about the certification and his winning 45 uh, hand, probably. I don't know uh, if I play. But in the weeks after that, we're going to talk about, uh, we're going to spotlight the small businesses in Methuen like we did last year, because I think there's benefit to that. And I'm going to go back and say, um, you know, and, John from Bada Bing, he is just, he's the epitome of Methuen, right? When you need somebody, he's there. I called him Friday night at 5.15. By 6.15, there were pizza and pasta up there to feed these people. Now, before you get ired on that, I'm focusing on the John activity, right? Uh, and what he did and what he does for our community. I don't know many sports leagues or... Youth organizations yeah. or whatever that John doesn't reach out and support. All of them. And All he's, them. he's the guy. So give back to those who give back to you. The people who support our community, give back to them. Right? We've got other upcoming events. The Marsh School PTO has uh, a fall fair, too. We're going to highlight those as well. Um, uh, lots of fun activities coming up in the course of the next uh, 30 days in the city of Methuen. And I promise you that once I meet with DHCD tomorrow... I will issue a press release so that all the citizens of the city of Methuen can understand what the situation is and what the expectation is for the city of Methuen. But I guarantee you um, that unless it comes with some additional funding from the state, the burden will not be borne by taxpayers in the city of Methuen. We're not going to allow that. And that's not because I want to be heartless. That's because, uh, as somebody rightly said in the beginning of the program, we have our own homeless and our own issues we're struggling with in the city of Methuen. So uh, until next week, when Scott Magner is a guest, Steve, thank you very much for coming on. Thank you, Mr. Mayor. Kudos for everything you do for the city. We really appreciate it. Um, if you're interested in being a guest, uh, contact the mayor's office, 978-983-8505.
uh, we'd even be interested in having guests who want to explore contrarian opinions. Uh, Dan Chabuya, you want to come on the show? I'm happy to have you. I'm glad you're watching. Um, but also, um, you know, uh, think about the platform here. So the, one of the things that uh, Karen Hayden and the MCS team has worked really hard with me is oftentimes my schedule gets interrupted uh, with events that I can't get out of. And I'm not talking about, um, you know, things like today with uh, TV cameras. I'm talking about things that I have to attend for the city. And so I don't like to do these shows sporadically. So we've been talking back and forth about recommendations. Do we do the show once a month at night or a little bit longer, maybe 90 minutes, and try to encapsulate you know, an entire month's worth of events so that everybody can see it? Or do we continue our once-a-week thing? Or do we do two shows a month? What's the best for you? So if you have an opinion on that, we'd love to hear from you. Call the mayor's office or let MCS know. Uh, so we can kind of make sure we make sure that we're consistent in our programming for you and that the mayor, and I want to explain, that's never on MCS. That's always on the mayor. Um, so we're trying to get you as much information as possible. I won't wait till next week on the, um, the days in situation. I will issue a press release at the close of business tomorrow. I'll probably get out Friday morning um, to all of you. Um, so watch for that. In the meantime, uh, God bless you all. Stay healthy. Get your vaccinations. Uh, long, cold winter coming. And, and stay healthy.